Welcome to my podcast. This is Raul, your humble host. Welcome back to Chasing Financial Independence. Today, I want to talk about a strange and bizarre dream that I had and how dreams affect us. It was amazing. So imagine if you would, imagine if you would, you're building a house. It is your dream house. ginormous it's got a spa in the basement it's got a sauna in the basement it's got extra rooms to stay in like for guests guest rooms you have one for the kiddo which includes all the nice little toys and whatever a nice bed for the child and then of course another bedroom for the adults that way the adults can have some private time this incredible house you walk in and you go wow this is amazing just to imagine yourself living in your dream home where you have everything that you always wanted a swimming pool a spa a jacuzzi a sauna that way you can you know, work out and then just unwind in the sauna and let all those impurities out of your body. And then reality sets in. You are going to have to pay for this dream. So how will you fund your dream? How will you fund your dream home? And in the Bible, it says that uh, when you're a wise person, you would, of course, make sure you have enough money to pay for this thing. You allocate the funds. So your home is built. And as you know, it takes time to build something big, something 5,000 square feet. You know, with beautiful exterior where you just stand in awe with all the beautiful glass and uh, all the uh, latest type of energy saving windows and and have this beautiful property that you just you know you stand in on you say thank you lord for blessing me thank you lord for making this dream come true making this dream come true so this dream has captivated me captivated me for at least eight to ten hours of today today I'm over here thinking, how is it that dreams captivate our minds, our hearts, and drive us, drive us to deal with all the rejection? If you're involved in business, of course, you, you know, not everyone that you speak with is going to buy from you or going to take advantage of your services that you have to offer or your products. All the nights that you're grinding and you're pushing and pursuing and rethinking, refocusing, retooling your your strategies and your tactics so that you can continue to have a smooth operation, finding out what works, finding out what doesn't work, try something new until... You get something that works consistently 
and you're able to maximize your profit for your business. So this dream, imagine, you know, you walk into your house and you just stand in awe. you just like, thank you, Lord. You know, you go into this room that you perfectly picked out everything, every color in the, f- the floors, the walls, the ceiling, the fans, where the plugs go, where, you know, how your bathroom is designed, what kind of tile, everything that you always imagined dreamt and wanted this dream is real when you write your dreams down and you read them out loud and you focus on that and you read this formula that says uh, you read it out loud it's six paragraphs it says I and it has your name Raul will perform the service as a financial services person to as many people as I can so I can find folks that will take advantage and will uh, buy this product in order for them to better their lives and I will give them the best service possible knowing full well that any gains must be done with honesty, integrity, and trust. I will put in the 50, 60 hours a week that are required. I will be a blessing and a resource to others in order that I may develop my brand and continue to build a business and bring others, draw others unto me that require my services. I will, by the grace of God, be honest and true, focused and intentional, and I will provide the very best. And I will do this by practicing my craft daily, mastering telling my story why. So why would I want to do all this to have this dream home? Well, let's be real. Mediocrity. It's not worth having. Uh, Many years ago, I I served with a gentleman in the army. He said, I just want to be average. I'm going to tell you, being average isn't necessarily fun. Think about it. 95% of people... In the United States, after working 40 years, we'll just say from 40 to 65, I'm sorry, 20 or 25 to 65, 40 years, given time for college and whatever, just a little extra wiggle room, are retiring without enough money to live on. You know, they either have to continue to work, or I should say they reach an advanced stage in life and there's a large percentage that has to continue working because the cost of living keeps going up. The, you know, your dollar is shrinking, your buying power is going down. So if you are on a fixed income, you have to make some decisions, some tough decisions to why, you know, 
cut things like Wi-Fi, cell phone, you know, get a little 20-year-old car and just keep that running just enough to, you know, something that takes you to church, something that takes you to do your errands or not even have a car at all. That way you have to save, you can save money on gasoline and insurance and repairs and just either use Uber, public transportation, bicycle or walk. Now, let's do the math. If you work 2,000 hours a year, so 40 hours a week, 50 weeks a year, that's 2,000 hours approximately, given two weeks off for vacation. After 40 years, that's like an incredible amount of time. You sold your time for money. Oh, as my friend would say, you exchanged your time for money. Well, we know that our time is limited. And when your income stream is only limited to the time that you put in, of course, there's only going to be so much result out of that. Financial education teaches us that there are four ways to make your money. I just mentioned the first one. That's when you are an employee. And who determines how much you make? Well, your boss, because that's what he's getting away with by paying you. And you are tolerating it by not quitting. The other source, of course, is being self-employed. Being self-employed, it's similar because, you know, when you're a dentist, you have to fix more teeth to make more money. You have to get more clients and expand your practice so that more money comes in. So that's the left side of the cash flow quadrant. It's limited. 90% of the people exist in this part of the money-making quadrant. That's the left side. You are either self-employed or you're an employee. Right side of the quadrant, on the top of it, is being a business owner. Having a business that makes money without you. Having a business that makes money while you are on vacation, while you are taking care of your family, while you are doing whatever it is you want to do. Not limited by your time, not limited by resources. The other part of the right side of the cash flow quadrant is being an investor. Well, we know that money doesn't sleep. When you have money in the stock market, when you have money in real estate, when you have money in all the different things that make money passively, money while you sleep, we know that the right side of the cash flow quadrant makes 90% of the money. And we know that the left side, only 10% of the money. So listen, whatever we got to do, whatever we have to learn to make a business that works for us, to create income streams through investments so that we no longer have to work for money until we die. That's what we got to do so we can have that dream home. You deserve it. You deserve to have good things happen to you. You deserve it. If you like today's podcast, please hit like, share, and drop a comment. Thank you for listening. And this is Raul signing off. I look forward to hearing from you. Bye. So hello 
and welcome back to my podcast. This is Raul Dinzi, your humble host, coming at you with a different, totally different message, which is very heartfelt. In a recent gathering, he looked at me. His initials are JD. He looked at me with piercing eyes, with the force and passion that only God can give. Went to the front, to the podium, and he began to speak. And he said so many wonderful things words of hope, words of power, words of praise. So, this gathering was very solemn. We gathered to say farewell to a loved one that was gone too soon. And in this particular gathering, Uh, The first speaker spoke on the words that are found in Psalm 23rd. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. And how a shepherd that watches sheep has such an important responsibility to care for his sheep to the point of not only knowing that they're there, that they're safe, but that they're well that they're well, that they got scraped up on bushes or thorns, that the shepherd would remove the thorns and the shepherd would apply olive oil to start the healing process. So J.D. gets up there with the fire and passion that only God can give, and he said, we cannot help that we're going to die. The wages of sin are death. But we can help the second death. So yes, Jesus died for us so that we don't have to die a second time. And I want to speak on this topic, the second death. So many folks, many speakers speak about death as is as if it was permanent. Death is not permanent. We are all sleeping, waiting for the second coming of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. He shall come in the clouds the same way that he went up, in all of his glory, surrounded by angels, throngs of angels. And at the trumpet call, the archangel Michael, will be heard and the dead in Christ shall rise first and then everyone else and we will be caught up in the clouds in a twinkling of an eye now I want you to imagine something out of a, the most movie most bizarre most movie that you could imagine and I want you to push that into your forefront of your mind and say I want to live after this life is over. So if that is what you choose, then your goal is to give your life to Jesus Christ so that you can live the second life. For we know that this life is short and full of trouble. And in the book of Job, it says that. It says, man's days are short 
and full of trouble. And truly, just this very day, and by the way, Happy New Year. This is 1st of January 2022. I haven't spoken in a while, and I've been wanting to speak. I have so many things to speak of, but I just know that it is so important, so important that we do not forsake ourselves, our future, our children, our family, and where we go from here when we stop breathing on this earth. So we have a choice. It is probably the most important choice. It is the most important choice you have in your life. Do you want to live forever when this life is over? Do you want to awaken at the second coming when the dead in Christ rise and those that are here and are in Christ? Well, do you want to wake up to judgment, which will lead to the second death? Usually don't speak about this, but based on my previous messages that I've spoken, you know that I'm a child of God, and I believe in Him. And just today, this very day, we had car trouble. How many times do we have car trouble in our life? Probably more than we can count or more than we can mention. And I want to profess my faith because without my faith, I would be hopeless. There would be no hope. There would be no life. How could we have life without hope? You know, it's a chance. It's left to the universe. Oh, I'm just living on whatever. I want to live on purpose. Purpose-driven life is the life to live. And if this message touches, touches your heart, I want you to go to the good book. That's right. It's called Book of Instructions Before Leaving Earth. Go to the book of John, which is found in the New Testament. So it's Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, the fourth book in the New Testament. Go to chapter 3. And go to verse 16 and 17. It says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, so that whomsoever, and that's all of us, whosoever believeth in him shall have eternal life. It shall not perish. That's what it says. Shall not perish. So, from my heart to your ears, with the power of the Holy Spirit, may you choose this day whom you will serve. For me and my house, I choose the Lord, and I pray you do too. I want to leave you with that powerful message, and I pray that it reaches your heart and that you seek the Lord with all of your might, with all of your heart, with all your mind. God bless you, and I look forward to speaking again soon. Thank you for listening. This is Raul Dinzi, and this is Chasing Financial Independence. Thanks.